You're listening to the Earn That Body podcast, episode number 41. Welcome to the Earn That Body show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. we're going to talk about protein. So everybody always wants to know how much protein should you really be eating? Are the high protein diets good for you? Should you drop carbs and only eat protein? All these different things about protein. And I really wanted to let you know what you needed to know about protein, how much you should be eating, what's recommended and what is not. So let's get right to it as we always do on the Earn That Body podcast. So first of all, what is protein? Protein is a very important nutrient that is actually essential for our growth and our development. And all cells in our body include protein. And protein is another source of energy for our body. So we definitely want to eat protein because it is going to provide a certain amount of energy that the body needs. Now, what does protein actually do? Well, your body uses protein to build and repair tissues. That's certainly important. You're also going to use protein to make enzymes, hormones, and other body chemicals. So definitely a needed nutrient that we need to take in. And protein is an important building block of bones, muscles, cartilage, skin, and even blood. So again, definitely something you don't want to drop. Most people don't do a no protein diet, so at least I don't have to worry about that. People usually go the opposite way, which is too high of protein. We're going to talk about that too. So you can actually get protein from plant or animal-based foods. So that's great for those that are vegetarians, and I'm not going to go on about vegetarians and is it good for you or bad, I will just say it's harder as a vegetarian to get the right amount of protein in that your body needs. So that is something that becomes more of a full-time job as a vegetarian that you have to be really proactive to make sure you're getting enough protein. But that is a whole topic and a whole podcast episode by itself. So how much do you really need? Well, Mayo Clinic recommends you get anywhere from 10 to 35% of your daily calories from protein. And when you're a more active person, you're definitely going to be on the higher end of that protein intake, all right? So that's 10 to 35% of your daily calories. Now, how are you going to ever figure out what that is? Like, what is that number for you? The best thing to do is there's so many food log apps these days. Uh, I earn that body. All my clients, we use the Lose It app. L-O-S-E-I-T.com, and it's you can use it as a free app. And what you might want to do if you've never done this before is go ahead and log all the food you ate yesterday, or for today even. Log everything you're going to eat. Don't try to make it better or worse. Just sort of log what a normal day is for you. Then there's a button you can click for nutrients, and it will actually tell you what your percentage of the day for protein was. So it'll tell you your carb percent, your protein, and your fat percent. And it does it all for you, so you don't have to try to figure it out with some crazy equation, anything like that. But I really do think it's a good idea, especially if you are a vegetarian, just so you can sort of see where you are at. Because a lot of people, vegetarian or not, tell me, no, I get enough protein. And then when they log their first day on my program, they realize they were not even close to getting enough protein. 
Once in a while, it goes the other way, and I have clients who are taking in way too much protein and not enough carbs. So it's definitely a good exercise that I highly recommend that you check out. Now, you do wanna eat less protein if you have liver or kidney problems. They even say if you have allergies or an autoimmune disease that you would want to take in less protein. So that's something to note for yourself if that's something um, that pertains to you. Now, what type of protein is best and what type of protein is not best for your body? Well, one protein that you wanna take in moderately would be your processed meats, such as the hot dogs, sausages, and deli meats. So these things are actually linked to an increased risk of type two diabetes, cardiovascular disease, and even colorectal cancer. So you'll have a much harder time maintaining weight loss, if that's something you're trying to do, if these are the type of proteins that you're eating often. They can be damaging to the body. So you definitely wanna be careful of the processed meats. That is something you wanna eat in moderation. I will also say these processed meats are loaded in, all my clients know what I'm about to say, they are loaded in sodium, and that is never a benefit to your health or to your weight loss as well. So something to keep in mind. Now the good types of protein that you do wanna take in, one of the number one uh, protein sources is fish. So fish offers heart healthy omega-3 fatty acids and in general has a lot less fat than meat. So taking in fish is a great protein choice. Um, poultry like skinless white meat you can eliminate most of that saturated fat by actually removing the skin, and so that white meat is a great source for protein. Beans can also have very high protein, more than most vegetable proteins out there, and they're loaded with fiber and help you feel full, which is always a nice treat um, for hours. So beans is a definitely, also for those vegetarians, a great way to get in some extra protein, but I will say most beans are canned. That means very high sodium. So if you can avoid the canned beans, that would be ideal. Now nuts, another great source of protein. One ounce of almonds gives you six grams of protein, nearly as much protein as one ounce of broiled ribeye steak, they say. So nuts, something that I love, it's fantastic. You do have to have them in moderation. They certainly do have fat in them as well. Um, also your dairy products like skimmer low fat milk, very high in protein, skimmer low fat yogurt. Yogurt for me, I always say go for the Greek yogurt because it is so, so high in protein. That's something that I have pretty much every day. Uh, cheese has protein in it. And then eggs are some of the best protein sources you can get. Basically they say that eggs are the highest biological value in terms of proportion of protein, getting all the amino acids, everything you need is in the egg. And so what you don't wanna do, however, is skip the egg yolk. You actually do wanna eat the egg white and the yolk. They truly say that the egg in full is one of the most complete protein sources that you can eat. And a lot of the research these days is saying that eggs do not truly lead to increased cholesterol. Now, I will preface that by saying, please always talk to your doctor if you have high cholesterol, but a lot of research is showing that eggs are not causing high cholesterol these days. 
Now, the last thing you might want to add on for a little extra protein is whole grains. A slice of whole wheat bread gives you three grams of protein and also has a lot of fiber, which is what's going to fill you up. So all of those are great sources of protein. I highly recommend you stick with some of those options over that processed meat option. So that's something that I don't eat very much of, and I definitely don't recommend it for your health as well. Now, when should you eat your protein? Breakfast is actually a great time, and there's a body of evidence that says that high protein is what's giving you that satiety, which means it's making you more full. And so evidence linking high protein to more satiety is growing. This body of evidence is saying more so and more so that that is true. High protein breakfast may help people control their appetites and eat less the remainder of the day. So I am one of those people is a big fan. And I will say breakfast, yes, is one of the most important meals of the day. I would never, ever skip breakfast. I don't let my clients skip breakfast. I don't believe that you should work out without eating something. And when people tell me that they're trying to work out in a fasted state, you know what? If you slept, you already are in a fasted state. So to eat a little something for breakfast before your workout is definitely going to help you. But truly, having breakfast with protein in it is gonna keep you fuller during the day. A lot of people who skip that meal, they're not that hungry in the morning, that's partly because that's what their body is used to. So they never eat breakfast in the morning. So it's like your body gets used to how you're gonna treat it. And so it doesn't really spark that hunger till later, but then you get starving. And when you get to that starving place, that means you will eat anything. Your body needs it, the blood sugar drops, you're more likely to grab something that's not healthy because you're starving. But if you had just eaten a nice breakfast, that would have completely helped you avoid a bad food situation later in the day. And I'm definitely going to say that your child needs breakfast. Do not let your child walk out the door without sitting down and eating a meal. I really think all meals need to be at a table and it's something that we're sort of losing in this day and age. I feel like everybody's on such a, on the run and on such a rush schedule that the kids aren't even getting an opportunity to sit down and eat. My son sits down and eats breakfast that I make him every single morning. And I, I still make him breakfast even though he is qualified at this age, he's 14. Sometimes he makes his own breakfast if I'm not home. But I, I like to make him his breakfast because I wanna know what he's eating and that he's getting in those essential nutrients he needs to start his day because he is more likely to be able to sit in class and think clearly if I know he's had his protein, some carbs, some fat, he has a nice well-balanced breakfast. So just as much as it goes for you, it goes for your child. Sometimes people do it for their child, but not themselves. Whatever's good for you is also good for your child and vice versa. I don't, I don't believe that one should be eating one way and one should be eating another. Again, that's like a whole separate podcast episode. Okay, so you eat protein for breakfast, that's definitely important. What is another time you should eat protein after you exercise? So I generally tell people about within 45 minutes of working out, that's sort of the best time to get that protein in your body. It'll really help your muscles recover and grow. So think about it, you just put stress on the body by doing this workout. Maybe you were weightlifting, maybe you weren't, but your muscles went through stress 
that is stress on the body and now they need to recover. And in order to get stronger, in order to build muscle and get toned, all that, you need this recovery time. And eating protein within 45 minutes of working out is just going to help and excel that recovery period. Now, generally they say anywhere from 10 to 20 grams of protein within that recovery window. Now, most people will say that the best type of protein is whey, and whey protein contains the high levels of the essential amino acids that the body needs, and it really is easily digested. And that is why people will go to whey protein often after a workout because it's the most easily, quickly digested protein that you can get in your body. But it doesn't have to be whey. So 10 to 20 grams of protein is what you're looking for, but don't make yourself crazy that it, that it always has to be some kind of whey protein because it really does not have to be. Uh, a lot of people will go for that protein shake and you know they have their favorite protein powder. I'm not a protein powder person per se. Uh, if you've listened to some of my podcasts, you probably know that. They're not regulated, and so I do worry about what else is in the protein powder. Again, that's something that we've talked about before, and I'll talk about it a little more in just a moment. Now, probably one of the next most important things I need people to understand about protein is can too much protein be harmful? And we've all seen a lot of these high protein diets, a lot of these diet fads. Do you guys remember Atkins diet? I did it too. Um, you know, a lot of these high protein diets are not necessarily so great for you. Now, that being said, most healthy people, a high protein diet is not gonna be harmful to you if you do it for a short time. So it might help you with weight loss in a short term period. It is my opinion that you never go on some type of diet that's short term. If you cannot live that lifestyle forever, then what's the point of dropping five to 10 pounds, but then putting it right back on as soon as you're done with that so-called quote unquote diet? I would rather see you just eating real food all the time that's healthy, uh, you know, a normal amount of balanced protein that you can do and sustain weight loss. That's always gonna be a much better thing for you. So the risks of using a high protein diet is usually that there's a huge carbohydrate restriction in addition to the very high protein that you're taking in. And several health problems may result if a high protein diet is followed for an extended period of time. Things you might see, some of these high protein diet restrict carbohydrate intake so much that they can result in nutritional deficiencies or insufficient fiber, which can cause problems such as bad breath, headache, and constipation. Well, that's no fun. <laughs> um, some high protein diets include foods such as red meat and full fat dairy products, which may increase your risk of heart disease. Well, that's no fun either. And a high protein diet may worsen kidney functions in people that do have kidney disease because your body may have trouble eliminating all of the waste products of protein metabolism. So another thing to think about, I always say, you don't wanna have too much protein because it is a little bit hard on the kidneys. Now it's funny that one about the high protein diet and the red meat and the full fat and the dairy, it, I don't know if anybody had tried Atkins. Um, I did back in the day. I've tried everything. Just so you know, when I was in my youth and trying to figure out weight loss before I understood it fully, I did the Atkins diet, I did the cabbage soup diet, I did Weight Watchers, I've done it all. I'm just like everybody else, all right? <laughs> Until I got smart and educated 
educated to understand that you don't need all of these diets to actually lose weight. But one of the funniest things, just a side note of the Atkins diet is I was allowed to have, you know, all this like full fat meat, dairy, and you were allowed to have diet orange soda. Isn't that funny? I remember specifically that I went out and I bought diet orange soda because that was the drink that you were allowed to have. Can you imagine diet orange soda? So not only is it diet, so it has like every bad chemical in the world, it's orange soda, don't ask me why. So now I've got all these terrible dyes also going on. It is no wonder that when I did that diet, I think I only made it like two or three days I was shaking, I couldn't work out, I couldn't get through a cycle class. I had never felt worse in my life. So that is something I never wanna experience again and hopefully you don't ever have to experience also. So all in all, I personally try to get all of my protein from real food and instead of using protein powder, I really use Greek yogurt as my protein source when I make protein shakes. Many of you know that I have the Eagle protein shake made of all real food. If you want all of the recipes, I have so many different recipes now for the Eagle. I have lots of different options that you can do. Just go to my website, earnthatbody.com, right on top. You can put in your email address and I will send you all the recipes for my Eagle shake, which people absolutely love. And that is no protein powder at all. Also, if you haven't listened to episode number five, of the podcasts, I did a whole segment on protein bars and I give you a sheet that you can get um, talking about which protein bars I approve and which I do not. And then episode number 28 was about protein powders. And so also I talk about which protein powders I approve or what I call eagleized and which ones I do not. So if you miss those, I would say those are good supplemental podcasts for this protein episode. Now, all in all, I think the most important thing when it comes to protein, fat, carbohydrates, everything in moderation, including moderation. I went to Eastern Medical School and that is what my Chinese doctor professor always told us, everything in moderation, including moderation. You don't want too much protein, you don't want too little protein, you don't want too much fat, you don't want too little. You need a little bit of all of these things in my Earn That Body program, we certainly work very hard to get all of these nutrients and macros balanced so that you are eating in a balanced way. And that is the most important takeaway for today. You just really want to make sure that your food is balanced. Don't have to be extreme and you can't live on extremes. So definitely get the balance in. Now, next week, I am super excited. I am doing an interview with a protein powder company. And they want to address all of my concerns, which you all know I have about protein powders, regulation, heavy metals in the protein powders. And this protein powder company that I'll be interviewing is probably one of the only protein powders that I will personally use. So I will be excited to share that company with you and, um, and ask them some tough questions so that we can understand where the regulation is at and what we should be looking for in our protein powder. So that will be next week. So do make sure that you have subscribed to the Earn That Body podcast on iTunes so that you never miss an episode. And we are also on SoundCloud. That's it for today. That is all about protein. I hope you have a fantastic and wonderful, super healthy. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, 
Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube.